This is Jeffrey Aaron, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Conversation on a webinar a couple of weeks ago talked about the logistics chain and its ability to deliver pharma that's going to be needed if we get this vaccine cure that we're all waiting for. It seems to be eminent now. They got to come up with this vaccine, but they seem to be damn close to it. So today we're going to talk to the biggest airline in the world, and I'll tell you what Jessica Tyler, the new president of American Airlines, had to say about these things. Then we'll speak to Joe Frigger, the chairman of Emotrans Global Forwarding, to get his take on how things are going to pan out once the vaccine is approved. Then we'll shift gears a little bit and we'll go over to India and China and look at that throwdown between those two countries as uh, Chinese aggression at the border of India and what that might mean to air cargo as a boycott by the democracy of India against the communist government of China takes hold. We'll have all of that after this. Once again, welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Flying Talkers 2020 is brought to you by the people of ATC, simply the best GSSA in the transportation business. ATC today delivers the global airline cargo business the fastest growing, most respected general service and sales organization in the world. ATC Can Do Difference creates for all ideal situations designed by people working together to win. To discover what ATC can bring to your business anywhere in the world, contact HQ at ATC-Aviation.com or take a look and reach out at www.ATC-Aviation.com or you can call at 490-6969-80530. ATC, one world one global air cargo GSSA. American Airlines Cargo is open wide and declaring ready to deliver vaccine and therapies to combat the demon global pandemic. While the production of COVID-19 vaccine remains unclear, we are inspired that experts and scientists around the world are working together to beat COVID-19. That's Jessica Tyler, president of American Airlines, last week as we spoke about this. No doubt the deluge of demand for any therapeutic deliverance from anybody against the scourge of the world pandemic will be overwhelming. Right now, an American that earlier this year made history naming Jessica president of cargo for the biggest airline in the world, you could feel a can-do air of steely determination as the carrier's soldiers through 
crushing downward pressure brought on by the pandemic. Not since AA Cargo launched its first all-cargo transcontinental flights from LaGuardia to Burbank as World War II raged in 1944, not since then has the world seen this kind of upheaval everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it's a war. And it's a war that Air Cargo stood up against for PPE and became globally famous all over again with the kind of attention paid to the Berlin airlift, the kind of attention that was paid to the China-India-Burma hump, such as it was during wartime, that carried supplies over the Himalayas from Assam, India to Kunming, China, to fuel the Flying Tigers during World War II. Air cargo's on people's minds these days. So here's the signal, not the noise. And the airline that invented the ULD and branded it the Paul Bunyan box is squaring up and embracing the job ahead in 2020 while ready to deliver the hoped for and some say quite near vaccine aboard its global fleet. What else Jessica said? She said, as one of the leading cargo airlines, we too will work with our industry peers in a collaborative effort to mobilize any potential vaccine to go anywhere in the world. Jessica said softly. No doubt distribution will require a concerted effort, partnership with manufacturers and other carriers to map out a successful logistics blueprint. At American, our cargo team is nimble and creative and regularly meets increased demand. Since resuming cargo-only flights this past March, we've expanded our network to meet customer needs related to COVID-19. Our cargo-only schedule started with more than 20 wide-body flights in March and has since grown to nearly 450 total cargo-only wide-body flights in August, with plans for continued growth. Despite the pandemic, many of our wide-body aircraft remain in service to provide additional cargo capacity, Jessica Tyler said. We recently returned more than 200 aircraft to the skies in support of the country's largest domestic schedule. This expanded schedule also provides additional cargo capacity to our network, showing that our team can quickly mobilize to add aircraft should a spike in supply chain demand occur. That's an important point. They got the airplanes, they got the, they got the capability, but more than anything else, they got the desire, they got the passion, they got the idea that they could put their team together. Great American ingenuity will come to the fore and ingenuity by air cargo people all over the world is waiting to step up to the plate. Looking a bit behind the scenes, we discover American Airlines Cargo regularly ships vaccines and, as Jessica put it, has already been active in shipping COVID-19 vaccine trials. Our Expedite TC product provides temperature-controlled handling, which is often needed when transporting vaccinations, and our customers trust us to deliver these sensitive shipments. Temperature-controlled environments can be crucial when distributing vaccines. If a COVID-19 vaccination is temperature sensitive, each shipment will be heavily coordinated 
and actively monitored from origination to destination. Historically, many vaccines cannot be stored in locations without climate control, as the efficacy of those doses could be impacted. Our team can configure the network of cooler space already in our cargo terminals for such vaccine storage. So here's commitment from the ground up. Some more Jessica Tyler. As medical professionals work to end the COVID-19 pandemic, we are committed to providing the network and cargo products that help keep the world moving. And in this case, playing an important role in contributing to the world's health. Jessica Tyler declared. Well, you want to put it in other words? I think they got this. It's not going to be a cakewalk, not a walk in the park. It's going to be a tough job, but we're ready. We're ready and we're able. That's the word from American Airlines. Like everything else, you can prepare for anything. Sometimes a wait-and-see attitude works. We talked to a leading air freight forwarder, logistics company, Joe Frigger, chairman of Emotrans, who said, much will depend on which manufacturers will get the approval for their vaccine. There'll be a mad rush and the logistics may be under control of the shipper or the importer. It's very difficult to predict where the vaccine will be coming from and who will be the initial consignee. The vaccine could come from Europe, Asia, Russia, or North America. Distribution is generally not a problem. We would set up regions at Emotrans. Customs and FDA import procedures may be a hurdle, as well as the proficiency of the exporter and importer. Maybe the government is the buyer and wants central control. The transportation and logistics itself would not be too difficult once we know what needs to be done like that line. In any event, we're ready. And should this come our way, and we hope it does, there are many, many unpredictable elements. So wait to see. But when we see it, we can get our arms around it. We can make it happen. The airline and the forwarder, the great freight forwarder, Emotrans, Joe Frigger, the chairman. As a postscript to the American story, I thought I'd share something with you. You probably wonder why my hair is so on fire about what we could do as an air cargo industry and how we should be portraying ourselves to the outside world now that people are finally paying attention to us is there's practically nothing else flying. Yeah, the passengers that business is coming back. Thank God for that. But certainly the past several months have belonged to the air cargo business. I want to read a letter to you that I read, that we that we ran in uh, 2012. It's about a man by the name of Dick Doherty. Good guy Dick Doherty, project manager EDI American Airlines Cargo e business strategy, stepped down from his post in 2012. Dick was heavily involved in C2K and 
in a fundamental fashion. He was both participant and a big thinker, as well as being a guy who meticulously took the minutes of each meeting. But I asked him, you know, how do you decide you're going to leave? He said, well, first of all, I'm 68, so time is here. 47 years in the airline industry, 17 years at Pacific Southwest, three at Capital Airlines. For all of you that maybe have never heard of these people, there are some great airlines. They train some great people. This is one of them, but let me continue. Three years at Capital Airlines, four years at Aspen Airlines, and then 23 at American Airlines. He said, I'm retiring, but it seems there's no way to simplify the richness of that like the experience. The point is that he said he was looking forward to all the regular things, and the being with his wife, Sharon, and, and Dave Brooks, who was the great president of American Cargo at that time, said some wonderful things about Dick. Everybody loved the guy. And that was that. We said goodbye. We tipped our hat. So here comes this letter. On Friday, last Friday, Jeffrey, I do not have a dog photo to send you. However, I've collected James Thurber's books for many years and have attached my favorite of his dog cartoons. It was published in his 1943 book, Men, Women, and Dogs. The title pretty much tells you about what the book is about. And then he mentioned, of course, he's been watching, Sharon and Dick have been watching our son, Jeffrey II, in Madam Secretary, 100 episodes he said he's watched. And I guess that's on uh, uh, Netflix now around the world. And I started thinking, you know, here we are stuck in one spot for most of this year. And guys like Doherty are still paying attention. Eight years later, frankly, forgot about the guy. He's somebody who walks into a room, Doherty, and the place lights up because he's there. We're so pleased to learn. I'm so happy to learn that after five decades in air cargo, he's still alive and well and enjoying his retirement. But air cargo is still followed in his life. And that's my, that's, that's my point about why I think nothing is impossible for the people of this business. Most extraordinary group of people I've ever experienced in my life. I've had a lot of jobs, saw a lot of people, went through all the f basic uh, uh, U.S. Army service. We were, I was drafted to go to Vietnam and, and have been all over the world and tra have traveled everywhere. But the air cargo people are special, and Doherty's one of them. This guy's gone for how many years? He's still reading about the cargo business. He's still paying attention and keeping abreast of what's going on. The song, the air cargo song ended in 2012, but the melody in this man still lingers on. So yeah, I think we have capability that we're gonna bring forward that'll be just great and will be historic at a very, very important time. And it's also great to think that this good guy is finished first. This is Jeffrey Arendt. As July began, when FedEx and DHL stopped picking up cargo from China for India, it was not surprising. If the coronavirus pandemic made transportation difficult ever since the bloody conflict in the Galwan Valley, bordering the Indian state of Lhaka and China, on June 15, 2020, that saw the deaths of 20 Indian soldiers, 
India's relations with China have been tanking. The announcement of the move to stop picking up cargo from China came due to recent delays in customs clearance shipments into India from mainland China, Hong Kong, and Macau. FedEx also pointed out that it was currently facing backlogs beyond our control leading to congestion at our facilities. That's a direct quote. While DHL and FedEx have explained the reason for the delays, there's another very important reason. The Galwan clash saw Prime Minister Modi and the government of India talking about enforcing economic measures against China. There have been plans to hike tariffs and increase import duty. Soon after Galwan, India banned 59 Chinese mobile apps. On the ground, the Confederation of All India Traders, CAIT, representing 70 million traders and 40,000 trade associations in the country, has been spearheading a boycott China campaign. A recent survey conducted by local circles, a whopping 87% of the more than 32,000 responses from people across 235 districts in India said they were willing to boycott all Chinese goods for a period of one year or more. Among these goods are going to be mobile phones, electronic items, raw materials, and spare parts. That sounds like hitting them in the sweet spot. So the boycott move has seen Chinese shipments. China, incidentally, is India's biggest importer supplying 14% of India's imports and is also the largest trading partners, but goods have been piling up in the country. In fact, other than non-supply of mobile phones, the situation turned for the worse for the pharma industry. Some time ago, the Pharmaceuticals Export Promotion Council, Pharmaxel, sent an urgent letter to the Department of Pharmaceuticals and the government wanting to know why raw material intermediates and active pharmaceutical ingredients were not being cleared for reasons, quote, not known to the industry at all, end quote. Toward the end of June, for example, more than 4,000 tons of cargo from China and Hong Kong was held up at Bangalore Airport by the Customs Department for nearly a week. However, garment exports got some relief when the unofficial ban on Chinese goods was lifted in July. According to the Tier Upper Exporters Association, Tier Upper exports knitwear and ready-mades worth almost $475 million every month. Tier Upper said that around 90% of accessories, including buttons, zips, chains, and so forth, come from China. And with the unofficial ban on, production has been hit badly. The reason for the delay in the clearance of shipments, according to sources in customs, in India was the insistence on a 100% inspection of shipments from China. So the slowdown is underway. And it's a never-ending story. The ban has not ended. Yet many freight forwarders are of the opinion that till bilateral ties are sorted out, border talks with China are still on. This off and on ban will continue. Many pointed out till the leaders of the two nations talk to one another, and that doesn't look very likely soon because of public sentiment. The situation will remain the same. Thanks to Tirthankar Ghosh for that story. This is Jeffrey Arendt.
Well, that does it for our broadcast. I'm thinking about the 18-point underdog AFL champion New York Jets that defeated the mighty Baltimore Colts in the third Super Bowl ever played by a score of 16 to 7. I'm thinking about the quarterback, Joe Willie Namath. Joe Willie Namath said, I can't wait till tomorrow because things look better every day. The point is, that's what I think about Air Cargo. And, and I think about that great victory, that underdog come from behind victory, when I think about the future of our business. Nobody ever lost money underestimating the faith people will put in you. But you got to stand and deliver. And Air Cargo does that all the time. And I'm absolutely certain when the COVID vaccine comes, the story that will be written will be great. And I'm happy to be here to be part of it. So for your time this time until next time, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening and keep them flying, Air Cargo. Be good to each other, will you? Goodbye. Speak to me.